0: Good evening, and welcome to another The Revelation Podcast. My name is John Boardman, and I hope that you've been enjoying of what I've been sharing from the Word. And I pray that this podcast encourages you to seek God more with the Word, and it's a special word. I mean, from Genesis to Revelation, it's all about Him. And the way that he did it is very special and unique. There's no other person or group of people that could put the word of God together like the way that he did it. You know, from Genesis to Revelation, it covers about a 4,000 year period. And they have different writers in different stages. And all of these writers were inspired by the Holy Spirit. And we read that in Second Timothy chapter three, verse sixteen. And mankind has tried to eliminate the word of God for the face of the earth. And there are quite a few examples. Now I'm not gonna get into any of those. You know what I want to start tonight is continue talking about the Word of God. You know, why Are we so blessed to have it? And why is it such a special revelation? Last week, I shared about my special revelation experience. I shared on how through the Holy Spirit that it convinced me that a person can lose one's salvation. And also the Holy Spirit revealed to me that all the gifts that he does still happens throughout the whole entire world. Now when I mentioned that, I was sharing how most of my Christian education was spent in a background of Calvinism. Like I went to a Presbyterian church for my high school education and then for college and seminary it was a Southern Baptist denomination. And those denominations right there speak out against um, You could lose your salvation And they also speak out against that Not all the gifts of the Holy Spirit exist And so you would think that based upon how I was raised That I would fall along the lines of Once saved and always saved And now I did but thank God that He revealed to me in His Word that you can lose your salvation. And thank God for my wife that prayed for me a lot. And last week I opened up from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. And I want to read it again. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them. Because they are spiritually discerned. Now that was a verse I read last week. It was episode 4. And the week before that I did episode 3. And I explained why are we so blessed. When we read the word of God. And I went to Revelation. Revelation. And I explained that Revelation is a book for believers. And only believers will be able to understand it. So it's not meant for unbelievers. Now there's a lot of Christians that have been saved for quite some time. But they're still drinking milk. And they have not quite grown in the word yet. And I don't think it's because of the lack of not having it. You know, in America, in each household, there are at least five Bibles. And you would think, based upon the number of households, that, you know, the United States will be well-versed in the Word of God. But that's not true at all. I mean, I don't have to go to each house to verify. I mean, you just look at the fruit of the United States. We have rotten fruit. And... Pretty soon, God is going to spit us out. And I think He allowed the coronavirus to happen because He not only wants to get the United States' attention, He wants to get the church's attention. And He wants them to wake up. And the only people that could really see that are people that are spiritually discerned. And the spiritually discerned will understand the Word of God. Now that doesn't mean that they're gonna know everything about it. I mean the Word of God, the truth is so deep that you could come across what you have read a year ago and you will learn something new. And so easy and so obvious at the time that you'll be asking yourself, you know, how did I miss this? Well, probably at the time, you might not have been ready to see it yet until you saw it. Now, to continue talking about the Word of God, I'm going to transition from my special revelation experience that I did last week, and I'm going to be going into general revelation versus special revelation. And the verses part is kind of like a bridge. I'm going to be connecting general revelation to special revelation and when I go into the bridge part I'm going to be discussing about sin death and Satan it's good to understand these things because if you understand sin death and Satan you'll understand the origin of sin you'll understand why people can't Come to God on their own. The only way that people can find God is if God exposes Himself. So God has to reveal Himself to us. That's the only way that we can find Him. Now, for this episode, I'm going to just be focused on general revelation. Now, Some people may think they know the concept of revelation by thinking it is the same as discovering, when in fact, it is not. You know, when we read about explorers discovering land and treasure, they plan and come up with methods based upon what they know about lands or treasures. Well, that is not the same as revelation. Revelation is an act of communicating divine truth that God reveals to humans. For humans cannot find God if he did not reveal himself to us. Now, this might sound the same as discovery, but it is not. That means it is just something that has not been found by someone or a group of people now people may feel that they discover god in whatever time but that is not discovery that is revelation that could be special or some people may think they had special revelation which might be just general revelation to see the difference between general and special I think we need to see them separately. We are going to see them separately by beginning at general, then we're going to cross over and as we cross over the bridge, we'll be talking about sin, death, and Satan, and then we'll get to special revelation. General revelation is a revelation that could be considered for all to see God from an objective perspective whenever they see nature or when they see God within themselves. In the Word, we see example of how God reveals himself through nature. Psalms chapter 19 verse 1 in the, New, in the King James Version goes, The heavens declare the glory of God. And the firmament showeth his handiwork. When people see what God has created, that could be a way that God was revealed to them. Another way God can generally reveal Himself to man is through history. In First Corinthians chapter ten, verses one through six, it reveals that. Moreover, brethren. I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that flowed them and that rock was Christ. But with many of them, God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now, these things were our examples to the intent we should not lust after evil things, as they also lusted. When Paul wrote this, he did not want the Christians to practice evil while following Jesus. He used the Israelites' history as an example of what happens to those that walk in evil while following God, and that is they perish. For the Israelites know from their history that God revealed himself, which is an example of God revealing himself in history. The last example of how God generally reveals himself to us is within us. And this is one where I will spend more time on with nature and history. I want to go more depth into the Word, and I will go to Romans chapter 1 to show how God revealed Himself within us. And I will begin at verse 20 of Romans chapter 1. Also, Paul wrote this. He wrote to the Romans this, For the invisible things of him... From the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Paul is a writer to the Romans, and in verse 20 he declares that people see God by his creation which is also what Psalms chapter 19 verse 1 says they understand that all exists by his power so we are without excuse about that verse it reveals the same thing that Psalms chapter 19 verse 1 did with general revelation with nature now we cannot see God completely or we would die with his creation, we still see his power and knowledge. Now, we would think that people in the past that have experienced God as people in Sodom did, or the Israelites did, that they would be committed to him. However, that is not the case in the next verse. In verse 21, Paul goes on, Because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not As God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. For instead of being thankful and glorifying God when they see what he did, they were the exact opposite. They were not thankful. They did not glorify God, and they instead lived wickedly and not righteously. We see that in Sodom. In Genesis chapter 19 verses 4 through 11 we read, But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round both and young, all the people from every quarter. And every quarter refers to the town of Sodom. Now, the word they refers to two angels that came to Sodom to destroy it. Now remember, before they came, they were with Abraham. They were telling Abraham that he would have a son, and they told him that they were going to destroy Sodom. And going on verse 5, And they called unto Lot, and said unto him, Where are the men which came unto thee this night? Bring them out unto us. That we may know them and Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after him and said I pray you brethren do not so wickedly behold now I have two daughters which have not known man let me I pray you bring them out unto you and do ye to them as good in your eyes only unto these men do nothing For therefore came they under the shadow of my roof, and they said, Stand back, and they said again, This one fellow came in to sojourn, and he will needs be a judge. Now we will deal worse with thee than with them. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. But the men put forth their hand, and pulled Lot into the house to them, and shut to the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. After the two angels spoke unto Abraham, along with the angel of the Lord, about them rescuing Lot and his family from Sodom, they headed there. In verse 20 of Genesis 18, the Lord says to Abraham that he will destroy that city for their sin. Now, after the two angels went and ate with Lot's family, there were men of that city that wanted to commit acts of homosexuality with them before they laid down, which is what we see in verse 4 of Genesis 19. I mean, all kinds of men from all over the town wanted to have an orgy with them. Lot tried to prevent them from doing that by standing outside the door, but they still tried to force themselves past Lot by breaking the door down to get to the two angels. When the two angels pulled Lot and locked the door, God revealed his power to them by causing them to go blind through the angels that touched them. With the story of Sodom, we see God's power displayed in front of men while they committed acts of sin as rape and homosexuality. The story of Sodom is an example of how God displays his invincible power to men. Now, in Exodus, we see God display his power for the Israelites and the Egyptians to be seen with the plagues. Even though Pharaoh and his army witnessed the power of God, they still did not glorify him, and they continued to rebel against him. Their rebellion led them to their death, the Red Sea, which was where the Israelites were able to cross while the sea was divided. All of them made it on their side, but the Egyptians did not. They drowned to death. The Israelites witnessing the plagues and the departing of the Red Sea are more examples of God being involved in the history of Israel. And them being the chosen nation by his promise to Abraham that they would glorify him and be grateful. They did not. I mean, yes, we can say they sang unto him after he rescued them from Egypt. However, with the rest of the chapter, we can see that a lot of their worship was not genuine, but out of their emotion that was happy, that later turned angry towards God. In verse 24, they were upset with Moses for not having anything to drink. Later they would complain about not having anything to eat, and God still provided for them. After Moses revealed the law to them, they made an emotional commitment toward God with that they would obey him. Their emotion turned toward their way to worship God with the golden calf, and made them perish after they committed acts of sin towards God. In fact, a lot of them were not able to experience the promise of God with the promised land because they were rebellious towards God. They, like the Sodomites, knew God and witnessed Him in their history. However, they still lived in sin. They professed to be wise, but they were fools. They changed God for an image of a four-footed beast with a golden calf. And so God gave them up to their own lusts. But they are not without excuse of not knowing God. You see, God not only gave man a written law through Moses, but he wrote his law in our conscience. Romans chapter 2 verse 15 Would showeth the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness. And their thoughts the mean while accusing or excusing one another. In this verse, it says that God gave all of His law in our conscience, so we are without excuse. With what tells us what is right and wrong is our conscience from God. This is another example of general revelation which God is revealed to all from within ourselves. Now, a general definition of what religion can be explained is man earning his way to eternal life by pleasing some form that he declares to be a deity. I mean, you could examine whatever religion or cult you want. And you will see the idea of being self-righteous as a way to have eternal life. You can make, With that, you can make it as a thread that can go through the eyes of any religion, like Islam, Judaism, Hinduism, and even Buddhism. Even atheists, even though they claim they are not religious, are like other people seeking religion. They too are afraid of death. They too, through their works, have tried to defeat death. They have tried to come up with medicine to solve illness, as cancer and AIDS. They have made laws to create a safe environment by promoting clean air, with its regulation on certain fuels, as oil and coal. They dream to live in a utopia, so they will not have to face death. I mean, even Arnold Schwarzenegger is afraid of death, and to know why. We die, we have to see its origin. For I want to to explain that to be a bridge for us, that will take us from general revelation to special revelation. To let us see why special revelation is so special for us. So, I have come to an end about general revelation. And... We see that God reveals Himself to all With His creation Throughout history And within our conscience And now as we cross the bridge I'm going to be talking about the origin of death And throughout the origin of death I'm going to talk about how Satan began So it will take us to where sin and death exist After that point We will get into special revelation. And I hope you enjoy listening to us. I hope I get to speak to you next time. Have a good week and God bless you.